This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What you been up to? James Bond. M- more Bond, Marvel. more Marvel. Um, <laughs> Blaseball continues apace. Does it? Mm, it Good. does. Uh, recently there was a shutout in which the team pitching the shutout lost the game. Right. Translate. So, in normal baseball, there's the concept of a shutout, which is where one of the teams does not score any runs. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. In baseball, for baseball reasons, uh, you can start a game with less than zero runs. <laughs> okay. And so, if you then proceed to pitch a shutout to the other team and they score zero runs, they win. They win. But you pitched a shutout. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Would you like me to explain the baseball reasons why you can start with a negative number of runs? Um, is it some kind of handicap or penalty? It is a penalty. Right. Yes. Okay. So in baseball. There's a concept called shame. Normally, in baseball, if you... Uh, in the, the very last innings, bottom of the very last innings, if you score the winning run, the game is over. In baseball, if you score the winning run, you shame the other team and they are forced to finish out the inning. Okay... Targeted shame is a mechanic that affects a certain number of teams, uh, such that if they are shamed, however many runs are scored while they are shamed, are taken off their score for the next game. Because reasons. Because baseball. Because baseball. Jolly good. Do you know what I've been up to? What have you been up to? Well... Um, after a suggestion by one of our dear listeners um, last week or the week before, um, re-enthused my enthusiasm for uh, mecha-type movies and following a particular film company called... Um, I can't help you here. Make brilliant films. They, <clears throat> they made uh, robot jocks. And so I watched a semi-sequel to Robot Jocks today that uses exactly the same robot that's used in Robot Jocks. And it was called Crash and Burn. And it was brilliant, I tell you. The use of that robot was just uh, icing on the cake of an already brilliant film. So that's that's what I've been doing today. Did you really? I did. I really did. It was an amazing film, Thomas. It is available on... um, uh, free to view. I can't remember the name of the uh, the streaming service. Um, 
Ubi? No. Tubby. Tubby. Tubby, which it said there were going to be ads. And there weren't any ads in it even. So do yourself a favour if you're in Australia, look up Crash and Burn and watch it on Tubby. It's just brilliant. Uh-huh. And th- this will never come up again. Never. No, no. I just, just thought I'd mention it in passing that, uh, yes, great film, worth a watch, as I did today. Definitely not <laughs> setting up a bit for later on. No. I, I cannot guarantee whether... As far, I can't imagine it coming up again in conversation. Uh-huh. Speaking of conversation, um, we're going to talk a bit about a another film which we, well, I have not watched, but Thomas apparently has. And what movie is that, Thomas? This is a movie that has been on the shelf for years um, and that I have seen a number of times. You've seen it a number of times? Yes, as has... Everyone in the family, Everyone apparently. in the family. I um, confess, when I dragged it out, I did get some looks of, mm. what? No, you've seen that. And no, I have not seen this film. You you, you do have a history of, of falling asleep in the middle of... Nah, this isn't an, even a case films. of falling asleep. I have not seen this film. You keep telling yourself that. I have not seen this film for so long that Disney, in the meantime, has gone and made a live-action remake of it, which I haven't seen either. No. I'm not paying them prices. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) What is it that we're watching today, Thomas? We are watching the Disney classic animated Mulan. I always thought it was Mullen. No. No? No. Okay. Mulan. We are watching Mulan. And for for, for those in the uh, the somewhat, sound, it sounds like it's a somewhat elite group of uh, dear listeners who have not seen this film, would you please read the, uh, the description on the back of the case, Thomas? Beautiful and clever Mulan proves her worth outside of her tradition-bound society when, disguised as Ping, she bravely takes her father's place in the Imperial Army. Helped by her outrageously funny guardian dragon Mushu and a lucky cricket named Cricky, Mulan strives to earn the respect of her fellow warriors and their handsome captain Shang. See, I, I mean, I would remember a comedic dragon and a comedic cricket, so... No, a lucky cricket. A lucky cricket, sorry. It's a non-comedic lucky cricket. Right. Not named Jiminy. So that is what we are watching today. Um, it is, as Thomas mentioned, well and truly watched by everyone else, so it is not under wraps. Um, but, in fact... Even though he has the case, mm, shake, I'm, shake, shake. I'm just going to... He's going to put that aside. We're going to watch yeah. it in glorious uh, high-def uh, glory on Disney+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> Which, despite our previous moaning, we do have. Did, did we moan about Disney+, Plus before? Yes, just now when we were talking about... The $35 rental. (laughs) I'm not paying them prices. Yeah, well, that's the first time they've done it. And probably the last. 
I think they've shot themselves in the foot. But uh, anywho, we're going to uh, not put it in the machine. We are going to watch it, and I'm going to decide whether this hard copy of it remains on the shelf. Um, it's going to be somewhat arbitrary, I suspect, because there will be allowed protestations if I dare remove it. So we'll see. It will we be... might not even ask the question. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, so, yes, we're going to turn on um, numerous devices to watch this on Disney+. And we'll catch you on the digital flip side. F- flip the bite from zero to one. No, flip it back to zero. So, what did you... No, that doesn't work, does it? How many films have we watched where I haven't seen it, but you have? At most before now. Yeah. At most it would be two. Right, okay. It might only be one. I know it's at <laughs> least one. So, this is, this is fairly rare. So, me saying, so what did you think is a bit... Well, it's still relevant. What did you think? No, no, you start. <laughs> Me start? You start. Look, it was okay. Um, I wouldn't class it as a a classic. I'm, I'm dangerous, putting myself in danger there. But I thought, yeah, the music was all right and the story was all right. It dragged a bit in places and there were funny bits and there was some well-animated bits, but it didn't have... A wow factor, I didn't think. And the usual demise of the bad guy in all of these Disney films uh, is usually far more dramatic than that. I, I felt it... <laughs> the the initial killing him off um, was mm-hmm. far more dramatic than the final killing him off, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'd agree with that last point. I, I thought... The, the, the final killing off was plenty dramatic enough mm. for my taste. Um, yeah, th- this film was okay. Um, it, it has been a while since I last saw it. Yeah. But it is only okay. There's, there's some bits in there that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially towards the start. Mm-hmm. A couple of jokes that... It probably wouldn't fly nowadays. Yes, as far as political correctness is concerned, mm. it it has aged terribly in that respect. And apart from that, on the comedy side, it's it's absolutely drenched in Eddie Murphy when it needs it needs a bit less. I, look, I was curious about that because 
obviously I've seen all of the Shrek movies with mm. Eddie Murphy in it, and it just reeked of that. Um, but this came first, didn't it? This was 98. And uh, Shrek came out in uh, quite a bit after that. 2001. Okay. So, so not quite a bit, but um, enough for it to be very much in the memories of people who would have watched both. And surely they would have thought, hang on, this is him playing the same role, essentially. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it was Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy, I guess. Um, and, yeah, I, he, he was very much over the top and... Um, and not in a good way, not not in the way that um, Robin Williams was over the top in Aladdin. I think that worked, mm. um, but yeah, I uh, and, and and it also made the the cricket very much superfluous. I don't I don't even get what, unless in the original legend there was a cricket. No, no. 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 <laughs> Maybe the work experience kid. We need to give you a job. Okay, can you do the cricket? No. I don't know. I, 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 I actually thought the interplay between Mushu and the cricket was all right, but um, there's there's just there's just too much too much comedy in this film, and sometimes in places it doesn't need to be no and it, it my, my understanding is in the live action film um there is no mushu no the the live action film is a straight drama yep yep and uh, it should be stronger for that um I, I i i confess that i have avoided reading any um reviews of it because I will probably end up in December watching it. I think so. Yeah. I thought, meh. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I was very much bored in places and mm. sort of squirming in my seat in places. Uh, I'd, I'd far rather watch um, Pinocchio again. Mm. I do have a, a, a point to raise musically. I- ignoring the the actual songs yep. in the film, yep. there's there's a couple of points in the film that are very synth heavy. Yes, and I don't I don't understand it, it, why it, it really did um, jump into the synth, and I, I I'm glad you raised that because when it first hit, I thought, huh, and, and but then forgot about it. Um, and yeah. then a bit later, it hits it, again. It hits again, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And in and of itself, it was a fairly good soundtrack, but it did mm. throw... It, it's it's very much the same argument that's being given for um, Ladyhawk, um, a film from uh, the 80s that is ostensibly set in medieval times, but also has a synth soundtrack, and it offends quite a few people and... People question why. <laughs> having a having a synth soundtrack is not a problem. My problem is 
that it's an entirely different style from the rest of the, the film. Yeah, yeah, it jars. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparent- because the, the, the songs are not synth-heavy. No. <laughs> so it's... And, no. and they were written by different people. Um, so it was a Jerry Goldsmith score um, for the orchestral slash synth soundtrack. Mm. And the, the songs were written by a, a pair that... Uh, I don't know whether they even collaborated at all. I have no idea. But uh, th- uh, th- this certainly didn't feel like it. Apparently on the soundtrack release... The track, uh, Mulan gets dressed and cuts her hair or whatever the track is titled, is is not the synth version. It's an orchestral version. Oh. But I... Uh, an orchestral version of the synth version? I don't know. Okay. Interesting. Um, but that doesn't change the film. And in the film, yeah, the synths are baffling. <laughs> yep. I know I have watched this film numerous times before, and I'm sure I've enjoyed this film numerous times before, but I can't see myself watching it again. No, I, I can't either. Um, uh, that being said, it will, it will stay on the shelf. It, 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 it's um, innocuous enough for mm. it to uh, r- remain as a family favourite, because I believe the, that... Uh, it's enjoyed by others. Um, you've grown up since yeah. <laughs> last watching it, I guess. I think of all of the classic, in quotes, Disney films, this is certainly um, the one that, as an adult, I did not feel served by this film, mm. uh, which is um, not the case with many of the, the Disney films. And yet, it, I think it did it um, ham-fistedly in places. You mm. know, the, the the naked scenes and the, you know, it was naked in quotes. Of course, it's a wholesome Disney film, but the things that it alluded to on occasions were. So I really don't have much else to to say about Mulan. I don't know. I I actually in, enjoyed the comedy around the the naked scene oh yeah it's, yeah but it, yeah um but it it, it was ham-fisted mm. it, it, it mm. felt very much like uh okay we've we haven't pandered to the uh, adults in the crowd let's uh, who have been bored witless up to this point um <laughs> Let's throw something at them to, to giggle at, which I did. Um, but it, it just really felt like um, that's what it was there for, if that makes sense. It didn't do particularly well in China, and that's that's for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, for starters, um, it arrived about a year late because China's policy was that there could only be 10 foreign films released in China over the course of the year. And and in the end, this is a very, very American film. It like, really is. Like, in, <laughs> even in adapting I think a it, Chinese legend, it's very American. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and in the English version, at least, there were almost more Koreans um, doing voices than uh, than Chinese. Mm. So, uh, obviously, it would have been uh, dubbed. And and it was released after Chinese New Year, which is basically a dead zone yep. for for Chinese theatre. And people criticised the depiction of Mulan and said the story was too different from the legends. The legend so, what's with this dragon? Yeah. And these are things that I'm sure are going to come up if and when we discuss the live-action remake. Which I believe has uh, uh, other political frustrations oh, yes. involved. Yes. Uh, yes. But that's, that's something for another time. It and is. Another series, which... Uh, at current rate, might be on time. It, it might indeed. It might indeed. That might just slip in for a, a pre-Christmas special or something. Um, all right. So yeah, staying on the shelf, but yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't wowed by it, and I wasn't wowed by the songs either. It, it you know, I, I don't have any of the songs going through my head right now. Um, which, I don't know, maybe after a few viewings I would have, but I don't think that's the case with certain other Disney films that uh, right off the bat I've had going through my head. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Hey, let's move on. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now. Or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. So we've had some contributions this week. Thank you all for uh, for pitching in. Um, much appreciated. I don't really remember any of the films at all, especially the one that Lee suggested. Um... <laughs> what Thomas? What? <laughs> I just, I just thought that 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 after last week, the the two of you would would just just sort of get that the bit had had run its course and and no, the horse is still alive. Oh. We can flog it just a little bit more. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, how many do we have now? There are 60 on the list. I'm going to be selecting six. Would you be so kind as to start up the uh, randomising random randomometer? Powered by random.org's random integer set generator. It's rolling. I guess the bit gets to live another day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number 10. Number 10. Helen. I keep doing that. And I keep saying, hi, Helen. But why change something that doesn't work? <laughs> okay. Hi, Helen. Number 10. Uh, suggests playtime and in brackets, Jacques Tati or something <laughs> along those lines. Right. Uh, it, it also says next to it that you've seen Mon Oncle. All this, all this is very useful it's information, very... Um, but it doesn't tell us anything about oh, the points. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking away. Um, yes, it's um, a quirky French director, and the only film that I have seen of his 
was Mon Uncle that I recall. I have not seen Playtime. Is that what the rest of it suggests? That is what the rest of it suggests. Good. Um, okay. Which is zero points. Zero points for Helen. Yes. Uh, right. Well, this entry's nonsense. <laughs> there's, there's, there's going along with the bit, and then there's just putting lies. <laughs> lies into the database. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, what okay, is it? so Lee... Hi, Lee. ...suggests Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, seriously? Uh, which, which I have seen, despite your protestations in in the uh, in the database, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it yes, too. Yes, of course I have seen it. Yes. Is much, it much, on the shelf? Much to my... And look, it had to be on the shelf because it's a set-type thingy. Yes, it's on the shelf. D- did I dare get it in Blu-ray? You, you Please didn't. tell me not. Good. <laughs> Good. A saving grace, finally. Three points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And three, three points. points only. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I feel dirty. Admitting. I can't remember what I thought of it. It was a while ago. I probably <laughs> thought it was all right. Look, uh, yeah, look. Okay. Truth be known, I do not mind it entirely. And there are some bits that really, really bug people that I don't mind. So, something, whatever. Something fast-moving, but, but nothing. I, I think mm. the thing that bugs me most is that he was way too old mm. to be gallivanting with his whip. And, and it showed. And that just bugged me. He was a bit old for Star Wars. Yes, he was a bit old for Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, um, it's, it's his so, life. He can, so he can three easy, low-hanging three, fruit yes. points there for for Lee. Uh, number thirty-eight. We continue on with Lee. Hi, Lee. Again. Lee says hackers. Hackers. Which doesn't score any points. It doesn't. I have not seen Hackers. Thomas has not seen Hackers. It does not reside on the shelf. It wouldn't have gotten a, a high multiplier, though, It would wouldn't it? have, no. No. I think I missed it when it was relevant. Um, and watching any film like that does not age well either. So I don't think I ever had the, the desire to go back and revisit it. That being said, I don't mind. Oh, no, I can't say that. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, edit the next few seconds out. Ding, ding, what what, what ding. are you thinking of? Um, <laughs> yeah. Two? Yeah? Yeah. You can come back now. I can bleep those out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, number 43. Yes. Uh, Faye. Hi, Faye. Suggests Jumanji, the original. The original, which, of course, we have both seen. And is on the shelf. And is on the shelf. But it's not on Blu-ray. On DVD, it is, and no multiplier. No. But, but a, 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 a worthy three points. Far more worthy than Crystal Skull. <laughs> Number 47, M. Hi, M. Suggests another Disney film. Yes, but one that scores no points. Is that right? 
The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mmm, it does indeed score no points. I did warn many, many moons ago that uh, there are some uh, Disney, in quotes, classics that would get zero points. And this is one of them. Should see it at some point. We really should. And we've got no excuse not to now, now that we've got uh, Disney positive. Mm. Uh, Sorry, Em, no points. But good news for Em at number 59. Em at number 59. Three easy points for Ice Age. (laughs) Three. Yes. Yeah, three easy points. Oh, great. Is that it? That is it. That is it. Yes. Very much getting down to the narrow end of... Yes. Or is it the pointy end? Which is the same, isn't it? Mm. (laughs) Pointy is just particularly narrow. Pointy is narrow. Um, Yes. So there we go. Um, well done to everyone who got points then, and mm-hmm. sorry for those who didn't. <laughs> to to those of you who who did not win an award tonight, and especially to those who did, better luck next time. <laughs> Let's move is, on. Is, is the uh, catchphrase from the end of the Ig Nobel ah, prizes? Ah, good for science that makes you laugh and then think. That's right. And free awards this year for people being politically imbecilic. <laughs> well, two for being politically imbecilic. One for being bad at contract killing. Ah, good. Good. With poisons? No, 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 no. Okay, so, so the story's actually interesting. Um, Do share. Uh, a businessman hires a contract killer who subcontracts another contract killer who then sub subcontracts another <laughs> again Gee. again uh, the again diminished returns here <laughs> and the, the last the last one in this long chain was the work experience kid convinces the the target to pretend to, to be, be dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them get caught <laughs> What, including the one who says pretend to be dead? Yes. Oh, that's a bit rough. Well, you're still being paid to kill someone, are you not? He, he didn't actually do it. <sighs> oh. Uh, the, the, the other ones I'm referring to are poor response to a medical crisis given out to a bunch of political leaders, including one who had previously received an Ig Nobel Prize. Uh Uh-huh. None of them showed up, of course. (laughs) And one to uh, India and Pakistan for the the impressive diplomatic achievement of playing Ding Dong Dash with each other. Good. Children. (sighs) Good. Excellent. Yes. All right, then. Hey, let's move on. Yes, let's. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. In a moment, when I'm, when I'm good and ready. I, I was too busy getting distracted relating tales. You really were distracted. There were seven other awards for actual science. People did actual science. Wow. In this world of science denial. 
Okay. All right. The list... Is down to nine. Is down to nine. It has not gotten longer by some miraculous feat. I nearly did, because I suddenly thought that maybe there were some Disney ones that I'd missed. But no. (laughs) Um, So, Thomas, would you be so kind as to shake that phone and pick a film? It's that one you added last week. <laughs> is it? Okay, this is a special one. This is a special one. This is what uh, resulted in us having 10 films still last week because eBay, in its wisdom, decided to deliver a DVD that I'd ordered from Canada that is ostensibly released in Norway that was sent from Great Britain. <laughs> And what is that film, Thomas? It's the 2003 film, I Am David. And I can thank M for suggesting that many, many moons ago and making me aware that it had actually been released uh, or, or made into a film. This film is based on a book that was read to me and my classmates when I was in grade five. Every day we'd have a um, a chapter of this book, and I was quite enthralled by it. And it was a very mature story, and it was one of the few times that our teacher had the whole class entirely quiet. And I do have a copy of the book myself, but hadn't realised it had been made into a film until M suggested it, and so I had to order it. And it has now taken its place on the list of films that I haven't seen that are on the shelf. I don't think that's going to happen again. So it's a rare occurrence. And M gets 500 points. No. <laughs> Sorry, M. I know you got excited there, but no. I, I do thank you for for recommending this. Would you like me to read the back of the case? Would you please read the back of the case? <laughs> Believe in the power to change your own destiny, and then the rest of it's in Dutch. I was going to say, I I thought, hang on, (laughs) it's all in Dutch or Norwegian? No, it was Dutch, sorry, I I think I said Norwegian earlier, but uh, maybe it's set in Norway. Don't know, it's all in Dutch. All in Dutch, it's all Dutch to me. You can look it up and find out what this this film is about, um... Uh, basically, a kid manages to uh, escape from a concentration camp and then has to cross borders to uh, get freedom. And, uh, yeah, so... Good news, though. Yes? The audio's in English. I know. I, d- I did make sure of that. The and, subtitles, and it, however, are only in Dutch. Are only in Dutch. But I think we can, I think we can get away with that. So, Assuming they're not open captions. <laughs> I don't think they are. So hopefully you can um, forgive us for today's episode enough to join us next week (laughs) uh, when we watch I Am David. And until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. 
Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a Hi Hello production. even eaten anything and I've got pizza mouth might be because you haven't eaten anything it could be I think I'll do that before I edit anything yeah, yeah. we should eat something let's eat something yeah <laughs> no not the microphone we need that <laughs> oh dear ah <sighs> Are you all ready to roll? Working. That's that's a rolling. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> In three, two, one. Hang on. There's a car. I think it's gone.